Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. Jackson rolls to the right, lobs deep, he's got a man open, Hollywood Brown, he's going in, touchdown Ravens! Oh, it's unbelievable, as if scripted by Steven Spielberg, just as Trace McSorley goes down with a knee injury at the exact moment, Lamar Jackson comes back on the field, comes into the game, he throws it, and a Hollywood Brown catches it on fourth down and takes it to the house. Dobbins goes in motion, Jackson gives it to Dobbins. Dobbins hit the one, he's in, the Ravens converts. It's 42-35, Ravens in front. Mayfield back to pass, throws near side, Hunt caught it, at the 15, at the 10, at the 5, at the 1, at the pylon, touchdown, Kareem Hunt! Morgan Cox with the snap, Sam took the hold, Tucker's kick is traveling down the middle, it is long enough, it is good! All right, let's see, we get a few hook and laterals there. Hunt got it first on the completion, Baker winds up with a football in his hands, and here's Jarvis Landry, the zeroes on the clock, throwing it back, <laughs> ball picked up, wow, got no place to be, there's nobody behind him, this is Higgins, safety, after all that, <laughs> and that's how it should end, and that was just the last two minutes right there. Touchdown, two-point conversion, another touchdown, a field goal, and a safety. 20 points in all, lead changes. That game had it all, PK. 47-42, the Ravens beat the Browns. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with either uh, Francis Ford Coppola or Martin Scorsese. Because <laughs> that was clearly a movie, not real life. Because that doesn't happen in real life. Yeah, and, and you know, it didn't make my day, but it, it made my night. So maybe i got to consider Eastwood. Very well done. Well played. Good good work with the movies right there. Get you a movie show. A little bit of a mystery there, so, you know, I think Hitchcock deserves some consideration. Good call. The mystery here, Lamar Jackson, we were told it was cramps, but the way he was running to the locker room, I think uh, <clears throat> people who played the game assume that someone had to go to the bathroom real bad. Yeah, he was cramping. Well, but he was going he had, for a long time. He had to go for two. Exactly. There were all those jokes on Twitter. Twitter had it. Rich Eisen won it. Yeah. Which one was Eisen's? Is this the second time he's had to go for two in this quarter or something like that? There uh, it is. Yeah, I, I just love the way he ran out uh, to the was a kid, the kicker, Tucker. Just yeah, right. him in the air. That's just real emotion. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm a sports fan. I couldn't care less who won the game. Makes no difference to me. But I just enjoy That's what I'm, I enjoyed it from the entertainment aspect. And to see that, and it, it looked like a Big 12 game or something. <laughs> no defense was being played, and you're thinking, oh, the Ravens, you left the Browns too much time. Oh, the Browns, you left the Ravens too much time. And uh, sure enough, they all did. And then he kick, kicks a 55-yarder, and Jackson sprints out there, lifts the kicker up in the air. It was a fun, it was fun to watch. For the Ravens, they are 8-5. and five. They are tied with the Dolphins for the last playoff berth in the AFC. So it's a huge win. They had to have it, and they got it. The Browns are 9-4, and four, so they missed a chance to pick up ground on the Steelers, and they're tied with the Colts for the first wild card in the AFC. 
Uh, the rest of the news, the Eagles have said that Jalen Hurts will start at quarterback. They're playing the Cardinals this week. Obviously, he got his first NFL start and beat the Saints 24-21. So, seems obvious, but there it is. It's official now. Sam Darnold told reporters he got no desire to find a new team, despite the fact that 13 says, I love it here, I love the people, I love living here, I've always said I want to be a Jet for life, but that decision isn't necessarily up to me. That's how I feel. Will the USC guy get another chance with another coaching staff or when everything gets turned upside down here in a few weeks? Is he going to be one of the things that's on the move? Yeah, it's an interesting situation for the Jets here because Darnold, obviously coming out of SC, played well, high pick. And you can get a quarterback, and that's great if you get a great quarterback. But football is the ultimate team game, and you obviously got so many other holes. So, And the Jets have a couple of first-round picks, as I understand it. So what do you do with those picks? You know, you can flip them and bring in, uh, what, four, five, six different players with those picks, depending on how you package it. Yep. And so, you know, what do they do? I don't. I assume the management is going to clean house. I don't know about that. But whoever it is is going to face the same interesting I, I wouldn't call it a dilemma, maybe call it an opportunity, and then you have to evaluate, Darnold, into what do you think, because even if you have, well, you get four, five, six other players, if you don't have a quality quarterback, well, then you're still fighting uphill there, so it's going to be intriguing to see what they do with all this stuff here you know, once we get done with this season, and it looks like, uh, unless they go on a big winning streak here, that they would get the number one pick, and how would they? How would that play out? And, what does Trevor Lawrence want to do and all that stuff? And can he strong arm the Jets into making him go someplace else or what have you? We've seen that a couple of times. So, fascinating stuff. Hi, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell told reporters, we're not planning on any of our personnel being vaccinated in advance of the Super Bowl. Asked about the COVID-19 vaccines rolling out, so they're not going to jump in line for that. We've heard the playoffs will be some type of uh, mini bubble. They cannot afford to have an expensive playoff game or certainly the Super Bowl uh, messed up. They want to keep those things on track, so we'll see what they do. But that's one thing they're not going to do right there. What what places are they in line then? I don't know. Every state's every state's doing it different. So I guess for every NFL team it'd be different. I I don't know. I don't even know what how it's going to work here in Utah. But every state's supposed to be drawing up a, a list based on age and occupation and health and other factors of who gets the vaccine uh, when. I because I've paid literally zero attention. We're a ways off, PK. We don't need to pay attention yet. DJ and PK. Hashtag College Football. Well, it has pared down. Uh, Jordan Wilmore had an injury a few weeks back, which has slowed him down. But Ty Jordan's emergence uh, has really given him the, the lion's share of the work the last couple weeks, and uh, he's he's doing a great job. He's averaging over seven yards a carry, and so he's he's been a, a big plus for us. Um, Kai Bernard is also doing some good things, but uh, you know we've got four backs. Who knows if if we'll be able to hang on to them all? You know, when, when you have freshmen that rise up and and uh, do well, upperclassmen sometimes uh, you know, get the notion that maybe they're they're not in the plan. So we'll see what happens with that position. But we, we really like the position. We got we got four guys that we're confident in right now, and we'll just see uh, what direction things go. That was Kyle Whittingham at about eight thirty on the media call that we aired live here on the Zone. And later in the day, you know, he obviously knew something was up. We didn't know exactly what was up, but later in the day, we found out Devin Brumfeld and. 
Jordan Wilmore both going into the NCAA transfer portal, which is uh, half of their running backs. And then when you think about it, PK, they had a couple running backs go into the portal earlier, so they've lost four in a year. We may we may have to start apologizing to quarterbacks for picking on that position group. And four of six running backs taken off. And, and it's true, there's a freshman who looks awesome, so I guess you think your playing time is way down. But that was still surprising if two guys go. I mean, he was kind of hinting that one guy was going to. Well, Brumfield, well, I was surprised. Uh, Wilmore, not so. Much. Uh, I hate to say it. Uh, I thought uh, he wouldn't live up to the hype anyway. When I, I think I told you, you did when he was coming out of the South Bay area where I worked. Hold, hold the plug. Hold, not not. Just hold it a little bit on him before we anoint him the next great one. I mean, not that he can't be a good player. Uh, that's not the issue, but uh, so I figured he was gone, and I figured that's who Kyle was referencing. Uh, I didn't know that Brumfield would look to go, uh, but as he said, Kyle, you had Bernard in there too, and obviously the other kid, Ty Jordan, is taking the world by storm here. So I never blamed a kid for wanting to get more playing time. I mean. We can say, oh, you're coming to this school, you're coming here for an education, blah, blah, blah. And that's just the academic speak that they like to spiel upon us. But it's not true. I mean, they're, they're coming to play football. And hopefully they're coming to get an education too, and most of them are. But the fact is, they want to get out on the field. And it doesn't look like these two are going to be starters. And they're certainly not going to be the featured back. So I don't blame either one of them. They're not going to be the feature back. Uh, Ty Jordan has, has gotten that, and I think Wilmore's the easy one to see go because his skill set is more like Jordan, except nowhere near as good as Jordan. But Brumfield seemed to have a role as a yeah. red zone short yardage guy, and once you've got a role, you also have a chance to expand it. You know, and you're also there. I mean, running backs take a lot of hits. You can't assume that a running back's going to be healthy for a whole season. So I think that's why it was more surprising to all of us that uh, Devin was taken off. Yeah. All right, Oregon is into the championship game. Washington can't go. They don't have 53 scholarship players, they say. So Oregon and USC Friday night in the Pac-12 title game. And now Colorado is sitting waiting to see if somebody else becomes available. And then the game at the bottom of the standings, Arizona and Cal is off. Both those teams with COVID issues. And Arizona has a... Changing the coaching staff, and everybody's got to be down after 70-70, to 70, your devils. Well, this is why the conference in another screw-up shouldn't have had divisions. I said it. I said it from the very first day. I actually said it before they announced it when I found out that what they were going to do with the six games and then the seventh game wouldn't count in the standings with the opportunity to play it. You know, And some of them, like you just said, Cal is only playing four games yep. and whatnot, so they're not anywhere near that. But this is another blemish on another stupid decision that this leadership has made. They should have had the conference just go 1 through 12. And then if two couldn't go, then you go down the line. Now they're – this doesn't make any sense to me, man. Just I think we all would have rather ridiculous. seen USC and Colorado than USC and Oregon. And the, uh, and the thing is, this uh, you know, you can listen and say, oh, this is the media second guessing. No, because the Mountain West had the exact same dilemma. The Mountain West did it differently. The Mountain West got it right. And they've got San Jose and Boise State. Now, as it worked out, they would end up with these two teams either way because they're in opposite divisions. But you didn't know that going in. You didn't know San Jose State was going to go undefeated. So they left themselves flexibility to see how it played out. And they got 
two undefeated teams going. They did it right. And I've told you a thousand times, you need to have flexibility within a structured system. An excellent line. Use that. I've, I've mentioned that to a couple people who uh, are managers and hire people, and they're like, oh, that is an awesome line. Makes if you I sound heard, smarter. Oh, yeah. If I heard that line in an interview, I'd totally be impressed. Say it one more time for all the people who are going to job interviews soon. You need to have flexibility within a structured system. <laughs> That's awesome. My mentor in life taught me that. Taught me many things. And that's one of the things that I've struggled with, particularly within the family, because I've had a lot of inflexibility. My problem. Flexibility within a structured system. I really believe in that. Uh, The bowl games that were just announced are already changing. SMU is not going to play in the Tropical Smoothie Frisco Bowl against UTSA. I feel like now that I saw BYU play UTSA, somehow I have, like, I follow them more. I know more about them. I saw them play Arizona State a few years ago. I don't know. For all those teams, somehow they stick out. Well, because they're a decent program. Yeah. Don't know what's going to happen with the bowl game, if it's going to be off or if they're going to find another opponent for UTSA. Uh, Well, Herm Edwards, they asked him yesterday because I was listening to the Phoenix Station, as I often do, and he didn't give it up completely, but he said there's some things, there's some opportunities for some teams that don't appear right now to have opportunities. And that he was very vague about that. Like for the Devils, I think, what are they, one and two? Mm-hmm. So they'd have to beat Oregon State at two o'clock in the morning in, in Corvallis, and if they should do that. So he, he sort of hinted. Now, I don't know that it has any connection to this, but he hinted that there could be some possibilities for some teams uh, if they don't, like for the Utes, they would be in the same situation, right? Because right. they're two and two. And so they should obviously win on Saturday, after, Saturday morning, afternoon. And then they would have some opportunity. So it could be there, too. So my guess is that's what he was referring to. Not necessarily specifically to this very bowl game, but the idea of stuff that doesn't appear to be possible right now could be possible as the week develops. And Kyle Whittingham has said uh, after the Washington State game, kind of read the room, see what the players want to do, and let them have the call. Uh, because obviously it takes you right into the holidays and for the guys who want to go see family and you can't just zoom in and out for two or three days like they often do. Uh, oh, you know. I like that, using the word zoom. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you'd, have to, uh, you'd have to quarantine. So Kyle's going to uh, see what the team wants to do after the Washington State game, assuming they win it. Vanderbilt's got a new coach, Notre Dame defensive coordinator Clark Lee takes over, replacing Derek Mason, who was 27 and 55 in six years in Nashville. And Northwestern needs an AD because Jim Phillips is going to go be the commissioner of the ACC. Vanderbilt, they just uh, just stirring the pot. Nothing's changing at Vanderbilt in the SEC, is it? Well, unless they reduce the academic standards greatly. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Clarkson driving to the window. Right there, he'll hammer. DeAndre Ayton late to come over and another slam dunk. Donovan working the right side, isolated on Galloway. Between the legs, crosses over, drives, kicks out. Ingles wide open, bypasses. Gives it out to Bogdanovich for a contested three as the shot clock goes off and he hits it. Here's Conley through the lane. Gets caught in the air, flares it back to Donovan. Fakes the pass, penetrates, rises, right hand, cock and hammer. Donovan Mitchell. 
Highlights as the Jazz get the win over the Phoenix Suns, 111-95. End of the second quarter, start of the third. They really open the game up. There's uh, How many guys offensively, PK, do you have complete and total trust in? Not, oh, he's a nice player, but complete and total trust in on this. Because I was watching the lineups as they were mixing guys through and, and Quinn was subbing, and it looks to me like, I think 99% of Jazz fans complete and total trust in at least seven guys. So you can run some offensively, yeah. Well, I'd only go three. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you mean by you mean scoring the basketball? Yeah, when they have five guys out there, there's nobody you can help off of. They'll all, the lineup that caught my eye was Clarkson was in, Ingles was out, uh, Gobert was in, Favors was out. And then it was Conley and Mitchell and Bogdanovich. But, you know, and then they, they're making a sub, and I'm like, they're, they're not losing that much offensively here. It's like all five guys can score. If you get any kind of scramble, anybody's open, that guy's going to make you pay. Wow. If they defend, they ought to go on runs. I mean, then no matter who your five second are. second the, in the conference, right? Plausibly, yeah. I mean, it comes down to stops because when they were in the bubble scoring at will, they still lost to Denver because they couldn't stop Denver from scoring at will. Yeah, but they're not in the bubble and they got favors. So that made me wonder if they could be second watching that. That oh, is exactly wait, they, you, what You've got seven to. guys you can count on offensively, and you've got one of the best rim protectors, if not yeah. the best, and you got a very good backup. In that very position. At the wow. At the point this was hitting me, the game was still really close, and it's the Suns who I think are in that seven, eight, nine, ten range in that group. And or six, if you ask other radio stations. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't Man, see it, but that doesn't mean they're right. But then the but Suns preseason I'm thi- game. I, I know, right? No, Jeez. but it was more on what I've seen out of these guys in the past too. And then they go on a thirty to six run. And I didn't see all of the run. I was bouncing back and forth. The football game, it was getting to the point where the football game was getting my attention. I know, I know. And maybe one of these guys will end up shooting, uh, you know, 34% from three and uh, 42% from the floor. And you're like, well, actually, you're not automatic. I can't really count on you. So you count Gobert as automatic offensively. Because he's going to go to the rim. He's going to go to the rim and throw down dunks. Yeah, okay. and that's Maybe the thing. three times a game he's going to do that? Well, he's going to go to the rim every time. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to give it to him every time, but you can't leave him. If you leave him, he'll get a wide-open dunk. Man. It's a lot of offensive I, firepower. I appreciate, I appreciate your optimism there. I hope you're right. There's a lot of offensive firepower on that team, if, if everyone plays at that level. I mean... Like I said, somebody may end up shooting 34% with 42% shooting from the floor. And yeah, his name's Mike Conley. Yeah. <laughs> but it, are they going to leave him and he's going to wide open shots? I'm, I'm assuming the ball's going to be in Donovan Mitchell's hands a lot. And Conley gets to run the offense some, and Ingles will get to run the, ball, uh, get to run the offense some. But I think Donovan's going to have the ball a lot. Of course, I agree. All right, Jazz and the Clippers, Thursday at 8, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Do you think if Coach K hadn't lost the two non-conference games at home, if he'd still be saying that? That was, a, that was an old bite. All right, uh, basketball tonight, Utah and UVU. They're at the Huntsman Center. It's on Pac-12 Networks at 5 o'clock. Uh, the Aggies were going to play tonight, but that game's off. The uh, Dixie State game is off. It's like the Saturday game was. USU hoping to find an opponent for this weekend, hoping to be able to play a game then. So, welcome to 2020. 
Although we're not going to be able to say that for much longer, PK. We'll have to start making 2021 jokes. Right, and stuff off to that. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Astros manager Dusty Baker says he is not sure about his status for the upcoming season. Not sure if he wants to continue to manage at the age of 71. He has had the option picked up for next season. Uh, Beyond that, he says, it depends on how I feel. Depends on how the team feels about me. You never know what changes are about to come in life. Dusty Baker basically saying, I'm day to day, aren't we all? Well, no, I think you you misspoke a little bit. He's sure about this season. He is sure about this season. The 2021 option is picked up. But it's after yeah, but that. You said he wasn't sure about managing this season. It Next. says he is this season. He isn't sure about beyond that. Well, yeah, I mean, he'd be 71 years old, and geez, manage, managers change all the time. So I get it. So Cleveland made it official. They're going to use the Indians' nickname for the 2021 season. And then owner Paul Dolan says after that, it's a difficult and complex process to identify a new name and do all the things you do around activating that name. We're going to work at as quick a pace as we can while doing it right, but we're not going to do something just for the sake of doing it. We're going to take the time we need to do it right. So we got one more year of the Indians, and then we'll see. But it does look like that's the direction it's going in, that they'll be changing the nickname here down if the they're gonna do it this year then i'm not gonna come up with a nickname thursday i got time but where do we stop what about the braves and the chiefs i don't know uh after washington and cleveland uh, are you on deck i can't say you are on deck i don't know that well, why wouldn't you be on sure. deck uh because their owner doesn't care was the cleveland owner under a lot of pressure or did he just decide to do this uh, there's a right and a wrong i mean that, that, yeah. that's what factors into it my high school was the Chiefs, and they've changed their nickname. What's your high school now? I don't know. Oh. So, uh. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Dylan Cauley, former BYU wide receiver, joins us at 8 o'clock. Kyle Whittingham with another media ability at 8.30. And Brandon Huffman. From 24-7 Sports at 9.30. Yak, you're ready for a little recruiting talk, aren't you? Do a little primer on what we're going to expect tomorrow. All right. We'll hear from Brandon coming up at 9.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.